from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome one and all to Live from America. It is 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Happy Friday. And you know what time it is. It's time for Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but definitely God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. You spend an hour in the morning with me. You spend an hour in the evening with me. What more could I ask for? We got people watching on YouTube Live. We got people watching on the website. Later on, we'll have people watching on Rumble and Parlor and Telegram. We have people listening on the podcast. So just thank you guys so very much. You inspire me to do this, and I'm ever so grateful. Ever so grateful. I know I say that all the time, but I think I need to. I think I need to. Um, we got some... Uh, we got some special shout outs tonight, but I definitely want to shout out the folks that are watching live that I can see. So Danielle, uh, how do you say that last name? Silfies? Danielle Silfies, she says it's Brennan, her son Brennan's eighth birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Brennan. I hope you get everything you want, and uh, I'm sure your mom is awesome, so you'll have a good birthday. And uh, eight years old, man. I remember eight years old about 340 years ago. Renee Ashcroft, how you doing? Renee Cook says, you're amazing. I think you meant to say you're amazing, but you're amazing too, Renee. Thank you. Julie Sims from my home state of the live free or die state of New Hampshire, Granite State, fellow New Hampshireite, how you doing? We have Sheila Serino from Italy. We have Trinette Mitchell from Texas. We have Rob he says happy friday shout out from connecticut we have somebody who finally looks like they caught a live show for the first time in a while jamie terrell daryl watts says how you doing let's scroll down here to jj williams in texas denise martinez how you doing fred scott says long time listener well how you doing fred good time uh good to have you here with the uh with the live show, I appreciate that, man. We've got Randy Tinch from Indiana and Regita, Regita Mack says, Biden fell up the stairs, not down the stairs, and we will get to that. Let's do a few more here because I want to get in as many as I can. Uh, Carrie Pond's been here a long time. Thank you, Carrie, for joining in again. William Johnson, uh, Aaron Johnson, and Dwayne Sleeth from Gloria. Maybe he meant to say Georgia. I don't know. But if you're from a place called Gloria, that sounds glorious. Amanda Kelly from Massachusetts and Jason Close says good old Connecticut here. We got a lot of folks watching from New England. Uh, Trish2020 says, Jeremy, what's up? And Kat Goodwin says, hit that like button. I couldn't have said it better, Kat. Thank you so much. We always have, you know, about a third of the likes as we have people watching, which is okay. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, you don't want to go back and forth and back and forth, but for those who do, you're, uh, you guys are the ones that kick in those algorithms and, uh, and that's how we grow the show. So thank you very, very much. Jackie Bradley, good evening to you too. And Donnie Holbrook from Indiana. How are you? I'd like to give a special shout out tonight to Brandon, who is 11 years old. Okay. And he turned 11 years old on the 16th and him and his mother, Paula, watch the show all the time. It's awesome emails and messages like that that really, 
really put a smile on my face and get me fired up to do the best life from America that I can do. So happy birthday to all you out there who have a birthday today, especially you youngins, because this right here, this right here is what a majority of the, uh, the world wants. They want your mind and they want to control it. And I'm going to tell you what, be a free thinker, be a free thinker, feel in your gut and feel in your heart what is right and what is wrong. Because God gave you a conscience. Con means with, science means knowledge. From birth, you are with knowledge. For all you young kids out there, for you young boys and young girls, and yes, there are only two, you are with knowledge. Don't ever let anybody try to take that from you, okay? So God bless you, and um, Paula says thank you so much, man. No problem, no problem. Okay, uh, let's get right to it, guys. And for you youngins, this is really important, too. Uh, we have uh, Bible study at our house every night. Not every night. Sometimes we skip. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we're busy. But we try to have Bible study at our house every night. And we have five kids, okay? The oldest being 13. And we center these Bible study uh, moments that we have around being a teenager. Because there's a lot in the Bible that references uh, what you should you know, not really what you should think as a teenager, but it's good to start knowing it now. You know what I mean? So, um, March 19th, year of our Lord, 2021, reading from Jesus Calling says, I see you as you truly are, gloriously clothed in my righteousness. The light of my love is shining upon you. Be still in this holy light, resting in the assurance of my unfailing love. And that is referencing uh, Psalm 16.3, which says, As for the saints who are in the land, they are glorious ones in whom all my delight. Also referencing Isaiah 61.10 that says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he have, has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bright groom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. And before you turn out the light tonight, ladies and gentlemen, open your arms and your heart to receive my delight. God made you perfect. As perfect as you can be in this flesh. For you young kids out there too, this is very important for you to hear right now, okay? Listen, I know we're locked down with COVID. Not really, but we are. Okay, I know that we don't have you're not in school with your friends. And, and if you are, you're not there the right way. I know you can't go to movies and stuff like that. I get it 100 percent. I really do. I get it 100 percent. OK, but listen, you're perfect the way you are. Don't be depressed over it. This too shall end. Keep trusting in God. He gave you not only the robe of righteousness, but he also gave you an armor. He gave you a breastplate. He gave you a helmet. He gave you a shield. He gave you a sword. He gave you clays and he gave you boots. And all of that is armor. And when you put that on, no teacher, no other kid, no governor, no anybody can ever harm you. And that, I promise you. Okay? All right, guys. Um, we're going to get right into the first and foremost section after we do the Lord's prayer. So if you're with me, say it loud and proud. If you can't say it loud, then say it internally for your Holy Spirit to hear our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And you ready? Because here we go. The first and foremost section of the day today, we got to win, ladies and gentlemen. I like to spotlight our wins. I like to spotlight when the left loses. Because when the left loses, the good old red, white, and blue that's flying high behind me wins. Always remember that. Always remember that. First and foremost, Twitter says that they... The suspension of Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was actually an accident and it was an error. Can you believe that, ladies and gentlemen? Twitter coming out and saying that their suspension just happened to be the perfect time that today was supposed to be a resolution to be put forward by 70 Democrats to expel Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's fighting like Donald Trump, who's fighting like a Flynn, fighting like a Trump. They had 70 Democrats that put together a, res a resolution to be voted on in order to, for Congresswoman Marjorie Greene to be expelled, which doesn't even make any sense because they're not the ones who voted her in. They just don't want her coming in and messing up their sandbox. Well, Twitter suspiciously deletes her account or suspends her account at that same time. Says it has nothing to do with that. Then comes back and says, oops, you know what? That was an error. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that Twitter suspending Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was an error, then I have a bridge to sell you in the middle of Brooklyn. Oh, and by the way, Epstein did, in fact, kill himself. Hmm. You believe any of those? Yeah, no, neither do I. I'll tell you why Twitter came out and said that they it was an error. Because conveniently, right around the time that there was some talk about, you know, expelling her, which wasn't going to happen anyway, from Congress, well, at the same time they said it was an error, was the same time that Nancy Pelosi in the House said, we can't do this, you need a two-thirds supermajority. That means that a majority of Republicans would have to join in too, and this is a big waste of time, and we're not going to win. So it's really funny, just like I said earlier, you're not going to be able to succeed in this. It didn't even take a full 24 hours before they realized this isn't a fight that we want. We don't have a dog in this fight. Fight, and we will lose after we spend precious time of us trying to cripple this country by letting people through the border, you know, putting us in, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars in debt, Green New Dealing and worrying about Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. We don't want to add this in there, too, because we know this is a fight that we can't win. So isn't it just convenient that Twitter does all that right around the same times of all of everything else? Ah, uh, good old Osama bin Wannabe who runs Twitter. And I'm talking about you, Jack Dorsey. But I wanted to start that off today because it's always nice to have a win here on Live from America, especially going into the weekend. <laughs> Losers. 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 Got a bridge to sell you and Epstein did in fact kill himself. <laughs> All righty then. We're going to give a Smarty Award right away today, ladies and gentlemen, okay? This Smarty Award is going to go to a, uh, a New Jersey teacher, okay? And this New Jersey teacher got $325,000 
from her school district. And so I'm just going to throw that smarty right over there because of what she did in order to get that $325,000. Previously, prior to getting the $325,000 and not working for the school system anymore, this teacher was in charge of the yearbook for the school. Well, when the yearbook pictures came out, there was a young man who decided he was going to wear a Trump 2020 t-shirt. So he went and he wore his Trump 2020 t-shirt and... Um, you know, when it came time to put the yearbook together, the principal of the school ordered this teacher not to put that picture in there or to alter that picture. So she was forced by the principal and others, even the assistant principal at the school, uh, to edit instead of remove the picture to edit the picture. So it was like a navy blue shirt with red Trump 2020 on the chest. What she did is she edited the picture before putting it into the into the yearbook and just made it look like a complete navy blue shirt, no Trump 2020. So when the kid got his yearbook, he's looking and he's like, "How come the pictures that I got that were individual pictures show me with my Trump shirt on, but the yearbook is all edited?" And photoshopped, and I wasn't wearing a navy blue shirt with no Trump 2020 sign on it. <clears throat> That's odd. So what happened was, when questioned about it, the principal actually made this teacher a scapegoat, saying he didn't know anything about it. Well, what happened was, some Trump supporters got word of it, and people did not like that. So they started flooding this teacher, who supposedly was the one who edited the and, and did the photoshopping. They started giving her death threats. People started, you know, because there are crazies out there on both, side, both sides. She started getting death threats. Okay, she started getting uh, harassment. She started getting people writing her nasty emails, sending her nasty letters. She just she she really went through a lot of hell. Okay, come to find out, this teacher who went through all this hell and who was getting death threats actually voted for President Donald J. Trump. And when the real word got out that she was forced to do this by this New Jersey principal, well, then she ended up taking it to court because she suffered emotional damage. She got fired, so she suffered financial damage, and she probably isn't ever going to be able to get a job in a school ever again because they made her a scapegoat. And the whole thing blew out of proportion when all in reality, it was the principal who did not want the Trump sign on the kid's shirt to begin with. So she sued the school district. The school district's um, uh, insurance company has to pay uh, a, a settlement of $325,000. So the reason I gave her a smarty is because she finally had enough of it and stood up against the woke-topia left mob, which is the school systems, the public school systems, and she said, no, this is not going to happen. You are not going to be able to get away with this. And this is the kind of standing up that I'm talking about. Now, do I like when a school district gets sued and it has to, um, has to make a claim and then their insurance goes up? No, because everybody suffers. That's the reason why I didn't sue the school district when they got when they um, when they yanked my kid out of class for talking about Jesus during Christmas. I should have, but I didn't want to go that route, and I just took him out and put him in in Christian school. However, I'm, I, I applaud this woman. I wish that I did what she had done, and I wish I would have stood up and made that school district pay so they never did that kind of stuff ever, ever again. 
So good for her, and I hope you take that $325,000 and buy yourself a new home or put that money away for retirement or whatever. Take a big vacation. Good for you, girl. It's about time that somebody holds these school systems accountable because it seems to be that they're untouchable, kind of like Democrat politicians. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give our first Dumb, dumb award of the day today, and I don't even like putting his face on camera, but here he goes. The first dumb, dumb award of the day is going to go to Jabba the Hutt. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not Jabba the Hutt. That's socialist filmmaker Michael Moore. Well, the reason why Jabba the Moore, <laughs> Michael the Hutt... <laughs> The reason why Jabba the Hutt, Michael Moore here, <laughs> gets the Dum Dum Award of the Day today, well, it's because he kind of made another stupid statement, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Let me scroll down this so you can see what he said, okay? Socialist filmmaker Michael Moore says Republicans are trying to kill as many Americans as possible. Ooh, Jabba the Hutt. Usa, dusa, Han Solo. <laughs> what a moron. Let's read some of this. I know you can't see it all, but I'll read it for you. In a podcast episode published on Wednesday, self-proclaimed socialist filmmaker Michael Moore said the Republican Party is trying to kill as many Americans as possible. He says, I'm for trying to make sure that as many of our fellow Americans get to live to see the summer and the fall, and Republicans are taking every opportunity they can to stop that that from happening. Um, what political party has has as their message, we're trying to kill as many Americans as possible and think they're going to stay in office. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I won't go on and bore you with the rest of this <laughs> with the rest of this article. But what he's really talking about is the Republicans not wanting to give free health care to everybody. The Republicans not wanting to give billions of dollars to everybody. The Republicans wanting schools to open back up. The Republicans wanting people to go back to work without having to wear masky pads on their face. That's what he's really talking about here. That's why he's so mad. But Michael Moore, he never ceases to amaze me. Ooh, sabu, saw. All Republicans are trying to kill everybody. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Michael Moore. You get the first dumb, dumb award of the day today. Uh, because especially when you're letting everybody in the world come over the border with COVID-19, tuberculosis, the bubonic plague, and everything else under the sun. <laughs> and when you're, I don't know, um, uh, ripping families away from their jobs, ripping children away from their school, causing mass depression, drug use is way up, child abuse is way up, child molestation is way up. But it's the Republicans who are trying to kill everybody. Give me a break. <laughs> oh my God. Jay Van Brown says Michael Schmore. Michael Schmore. <laughs> Michael Schmores. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, that was a good one, dude. <laughs> oh, he got me crying. Michael S'mores. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. Michigan. 
Michigan House of Representatives. Okay, this is serious. Mm. All right. <laughs> this is serious, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. Michigan House of Representatives. Okay, sorry about that. Um, they're moving, ladies and gentlemen, to subpoena. Now, okay, first of all, before I even tell you the story, let me just tell you something. Okay. Do you remember about three weeks ago, I covered a story where I was talking about um, this high-level health official that Governor Whitmer, uh, well, he, he actually resigned, but in his resignation, there was a, a, a like an agreement uh, to, to keep silent. He was basically, it was like a hush-hush contract where he wouldn't say anything about how she handled the nursing homes how they handled the lockdowns or anything like that. And he got paid like an astronomical amount of money. I think it was like 200 grand from the state of Michigan, from the taxpayers of Michigan. Okay. Um, so I'm sure you all remember that story. Well, check this out. The Michigan House of Representatives moves to subpoena former Gretchen Whitless health director, Robert Gordon, after Governor Whitless secured the confidentiality agreement Barring any comment about his official tenure. Remember we talked about that. And um, I'm going to have to go back through my shows because I keep all my shows, all my bullet points. I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to find out when exactly that was. But it was like $150,000 or $200,000 that he got. Like, okay, there we go, $155,000. And uh, now the Michigan House of Representatives is about to subpoena him. And they're going to find out. They're going to get to the bottom of this. And I'm telling you, Cuomo, Wolf. Murphy, Whitless, uh, Gavin Gruesome Newsom, they're all going to go down for this. They are. We're not letting this go. So good job, Michigan House of Representatives, and also good job, people of Michigan, for getting involved and writing your state reps, emailing them, calling them. Believe me, you don't think it works. And I know we live under that mentality. Well, I'm not going to call. That means I got to get the number. That means I got to call. I have a, I have some anxiety. I don't really want to talk to anybody. I know. Believe me, I, I get you. But once you do it once, it becomes a habit and you just want to do it all the time. You remember, these people work for you. You get to tell them what you want and they have to listen. And I'm telling you, they don't want to listen a lot. They don't want to hear all this chatter coming in. This is what puts pressure on them, okay? We the people can put pressure on these politicians far more than other politicians can put pressure on those people. Think about it. There's way more of us than there are them, okay? So good job, Michigan House of Representatives. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I realized something. Facebook and YouTube and Twitter... And, and others, they want to ban anybody who gets on their platform and talks about Dr. Fauci. Almost like if you even say Dr. Fauci's name, they want to ban you instantly. So I decided that I'm going to do something new. I'm going to do something completely new. I am going to comply. Are you ready for this? Since we're going to talk about Dr. Fauci so much, and we're going to talk about the CCP virus and the vaccinations that this man wants, I feel that it's only safe for YouTube, for Facebook, for Twitter, and all the other platforms that end up seeing this video, I feel that it's only safe that when we talk about Dr. Fauci, I'm going to be safe and wear my mask. <laughs> this way... 
Dr. Fauci and the rest of the liberals are very, very safe. Nothing can harm you from the words that I'm saying right now through my mouth. Nothing can come through this mask and harm you. So there's no need for a safe space when I'm talking about Dr. Flip Flop, Dr. Fraud Fauci. From now on, whenever I speak about Dr. Fauci, I will wear a mask in order to protect YouTube and in order in order to protect the safe space liberals who put thumbs down on videos, who waste their time to put thumbs down on videos, and for the rest of the world. Okay, so... While we're speaking about Dr. Fauci, and my mask is on, I just wanted to tell you that Dr. Fauci wants to start vaccinating children at birth. He says if we don't, and we knew this was coming, we knew this was coming, right? Hey, we're still safe. I got my distance from the camera, and we're still safe. All right? Whew. Oh, I'm about ready to pass out as it is. He says that children should be vaccinated at birth now in order to really, really achieve herd immunity so in light of that stupid statement and in light of the fact that this was their agenda and we knew it was going to happen all the time who everybody's safe now don't worry we talked about dr fauci who <sighs> dr fauci you get another dumb dumb award of the day today because because we knew this was your agenda the entire time. You're not telling us anything new. You're not telling us anything that we didn't already know. You get a dumb, dumb award of the day. And as you can see, it's purely for satire. Do I really think masks work? Uh, no. But if I put my mask on when I talk about Dr. Fauci, then YouTube can't censor me, right? Right? Parlor can't censor me. Telegram can't censor me because I'm being safe. I'm being safe. What's really going to happen is you're going to end up killing babies. I know babies are vaccinated for other things, but not with this vaccine. There's something fishy about this vaccine. We already know that the ingredients of this vaccine and has been proven that some of the ingredients in these vaccine happen to become from baby fetuses to begin with. This is a disgusting, weird vaccine. People are getting blood clots and dying from these vaccines. People are having complications from these vaccines. And it's awful funny how bad they want everybody to take it. So... Good thing I wore my mask, so Dr. Fauci is safe. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about something very serious here, so let me slurp my coffee real quick. I didn't slurp? Okay, hold on. Mm, there we go. We need, we need to get serious here for a minute, all right? All right. This is a serious thing here. This is for everybody in the world and in Texas. Representative Sheila Jackson, Jackson Lee from Texas... Oh, man, I can't stand this swamp donkey. Um, she's putting, she put together a bill. She's the author of a bill. Now, this bill is called on its surface, but remember, never judge the books by their covers, all right? This bill is authored and titled Violence Against Women Act. Well, from the title, you would say, well, that's, that's great. That's great. We all support a bill that would go for, you know, any kind of, you know, pre preventing women from being hurt, right? Who wouldn't? That sounds nice. Let's do a Violence Against Women Act. Sounds great to me. A lot of women out there are abused, not just physically, but also emotionally and mentally. I get it 100%. Let's do it. Oh, but wait, can we read the bill first? Yeah, let's read the bill first. <laughs> Miss Sheila Jackson Lee, okay? Inside of this Violence Against Women bill that sounds great on its, you know, on its title, Sheila Jackson Lee is the author of this Trojan horse of a bill. 
because deep, 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 deep inside this Women Against Violence Act, or Violence Against Women Act, I should say, are red flag gun confiscation laws tucked way down deep under a rock inside of this bill that should have nothing to do with gun control. Oh, but wait. There's more, ladies and gentlemen. This Trojan horse that's inside of this bill and these red flag gun confiscations, um, anyone who accuses you of anything that causes them emotional distress, let me repeat, you don't even have to know this person. This can be a completely anonymous person. This can be a person that you don't even know that goes to a police station and says, this person is causing me emotional distress, completely anonymous. And what happens is the police are going to start investigating. But while they're investigating under this bill, they're going to come and search your house. And if you have guns, they're going to take your guns until you prove that you are not causing emotional distress to this person might not even be anybody that you know, so in that case, you are guilty until proven innocent. But wait, there's more. Not only can an, an anonymous person do this, okay, but even writing mean comments on Facebook is considered bullying. And they will come if these people, if you write something on Facebook that, that somebody says, ooh, has really made me afraid of this person, I'm afraid they're going to kill me. The cops will come and take your gun and they will hold it until you prove that you are not dangerous in any way to these anonymous snowflakes on social media. So, ladies and gentlemen, watch out for that Violence Against Women Act. Get on the horn. Talk to your senators. Talk to your representatives. There's really not much you can do in the House of Representatives, although do it anyway. Okay, but where you really want to do it is with the Senate, because the Senate is going to be one, the one that stops this in the end. How stupid, how crazy, how un-American. It's another way to chip away at your Second Amendment rights. Think about it. Violence against women. Yep, meaning that you can trigger a snowflake and get your guns taken away. That's exactly right. Roxy loves America. Donna Jones says, that's just plain stupid. And Meredith says, what about the tw people on Twitter with conservatives attacks? Exactly. But just like the, the whole suspension on Twitter that was an error, it only seems to go one way. It never seems to go the other way. Now, I like Jennifer Jocelyn's uh, comment in this thread. Come and take it. What's going to have to happen is, yeah, we won't even talk about what's going to have to happen. All right. I want to get to something else here. I know you don't want to see this face, but you're going to have to see it. You're going to have to see it. There you go. Stretch face Armstrong herself, Nancy Pelosi. She's on the creeping, creeping attack again. She's coming to do something illegal once again, ladies and gentlemen. Speaker Pelosi plans to try to oust Miller Meeks. Miller Meeks one in the second district of Iowa. Let's see if we can pull her up here. Uh, right there. Miller Meeks won against, um, what's her name? Rita Hart. She won against Rita Hart in the second district of Iowa. It was the closest race in congressional history. It was just down to six votes, ladies and gentlemen. Six votes. 
in the second district of Iowa. So they had a recount because it was just down to six votes in the second district of Iowa. They had a recount. Guess what happened in that recount? It was proved that Miller Meeks, yes, indeed, actually won by six votes. However, this old bat comes in, Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, and says, well, we need to do something different. We need to really look into this. So the woman who lost, Rita Hart, she won't accept her loss. Even though there was a recount and Miller Meeks won, even though it, um, after the recount it was certified by the state, even though she was sworn in, and even though she has been serving for two months, Rita Hart still does not want the, uh, the election to stand. So she, instead of going through the Iowa courts like you're supposed to do, she appealed to Nancy Pelosi. And Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of Democrats voted that they were going to put together a resolution to try to really take a look at these votes again. Because Rita Hart says that there are 12 votes that, she, that, were, that were done illegally or that were not done properly. Hmm, where does that sound familiar? So Nancy Pelosi and her stretch face swoop right in and they're going to look at these votes and they're going to try to actually remove a sworn in certified by the state candidate which they won't do they won't win but this is what they're trying to do so that they can place in another candidate and have another seat in the house of representatives by putting in rita hart now let's talk about this for a minute let's break this down for a minute okay let's say that this went through let's just say that this went through just just for argument's sake what does that tell you? It sets a precedent for something bigger. Can we say Georgia? Can we say the federal judge who said that the uh, that they could look at the 150,000 votes and look at the 30,000 counterfeit uh, votes, which would actually overturn not only the presidential, but the Senate race, putting, I don't know, David Perdue right in the Senate seat and taking out Ossoff? Hmm, that's setting a precedent. And if they do this, if they do this, they're going to be biting off a lot more than they can chew because they're setting a precedent that the courts will not overlook, period. However, they're not going to do this because there's no way that this woman is going to go down without a fight. She's already been certified by the state. She's already been sworn in and she's already been serving for two months. But that goes to show you exactly what these people are capable of. It goes to show you what they're trying to do and how illegally they're trying to do it. Funny how recounts and making second looks and third looks are so important when it comes to their side. But when it comes to our side, what election fraud are you talking about? What election fraud could you possibly possibly be talking about so i almost welcome them to bite off a little bit more than their democrat swamp donkey mouths and buck teeth can chew i would almost welcome it go ahead and set that precedent stretch face armstrong on a lowly congressional seat like that go ahead and set that precedent because if that's going to be the case then when these votes get overturned in georgia we want our senate back which means you get nothing done for the rest of these four years boom drop that mic Holla back, Nancy. Holla back. Circle back. Whatever you want to say, uh, bring that fight. Let's have that fight, shall we? <laughs> mm. Now, I put something together very, very, very nice for you for the end of the day today. You're going to laugh, okay? So get ready. Do not drink any coffee or any water during this segment because I guarantee you, you are going to bust a gut. Are you ready? Today, 
<laughs> Today, <laughs> resident Biden today decided that he was going to try to run up Air Force One. That's what he wanted to do. Resident Biden wanted to run up Air Force One. The problem with running up Air Force One, resident Biden, is uh, you can't run. Now, I wasn't going to talk about this. I really was not going to talk about this because I didn't want to make fun of this man. But before I show you what I'm going to show you, and it's not just Biden stumbling, I put together something more special for you than that. The reason why I laughed at this whole situation wasn't because that this old man decided that he was going to fall up the stairs. No. Do you remember when President Donald J. Trump was running down that ramp and he just did a quick stumble real quick. Remember that? He just did a quick stumble real quick. And Joe Biden came out publicly and laughed at President Trump and said the following. The guy can't even run down a ramp. I can run up stairs. That's what he said. If you don't remember, go back and watch the tape. Resident Biden actually criticized President Trump for that little stumble he made on that ramp when he was running down and was talking about how much better shape he's in than President Donald J. Trump and said that he, and he laughed at him, made fun of him and said, I could run up stairs, let alone run down a ramp. So, President Biden, let's actually watch you <laughs> run up some stairs and let the folks see exactly what I put together for them. Are you ready, folks? Here we <laughs> go. turn that 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 turn uh, uh um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again and look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap Cockroaches, and I learned a lot about kids jumping on my lap, and I love kids jumping on my lap. Oh, what a way to end the week, ladies and gentlemen. Look, hey, I've had a blast with you here this week. It's been a good week. It's been a wonderful week with you. As you know, I honor the Lord uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and I honor my family, and I get my breathing, I, I get my energy for the next week, and I get my energy to move on and grow live from America. And with your donations and your uh, purchases at the store, that's how we grow and get to the next step. We always want to be moving, and that's always because of you guys. I want you to encourage you to go to JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter right now if you haven't. 
Sign up for that newsletter. Consider becoming a monthly donor because you do get uh, perks and, and, and things like that for becoming a monthly donor. And, uh, you know, just check out the, check out the site. Check out the store. Every, 10% of everything you buy, uh, 10% of all the proceeds on the store, is going to go to help out family farms. So what's be- what is better than that, ladies and gentlemen? What is better than helping out a good old-fashioned family farm? Know what I mean? So ladies and gentlemen, remember, there's right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a wonderful weekend. Follow me on Telegram. All the stuff is scrolling at the bottom where you can follow me on every site. Watch the videos on Rumble. I put them up there as well. Listen to podcasts. And, you know, just be safe this weekend. Be close to your family. Do some praying. Do a lot of praying. And help out other people. And I'll see you at 11 a.m. Monday morning for more Live from America with your favorite host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop Hibbity hop patriot. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful weekend with your families. Jeremy Harrell is out.